In this episode, we start our series on intellectual property and rights. Everything you need to know about IPs will be broken down for you. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Nakabugo Grace, a principal associate in the intellectual property team of Marx Advocates and a past chairperson of Uganda Law Society Intellectual Property Law Cluster, kicks us off on this intellectual property journey. Let's start easy. What is intellectual property? Intellectual property, or as I'll commonly keep saying, IP, uh, which is the short form for intellectual property, is basically, and without complicating anything, creations of the mind uh, intellectual property is different from most types of property that we commonly know. Land, motor vehicles, TVs, chairs, you know, shoes, clothes, all that is property. But intellectual property is the type of property that is, you, you can't touch. It's intangible because it's intellectual. And that will feed into the second question. What are the types of intellectual property? Intellectual property has many, 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 many types. Uh, But the most talked about uh, are industrial property and copyright or uh, related rights. The types of intellectual property rights are trademarks, which will usually be names, signs, logos, symbols that help you to tell apart one business from another or a set of goods or services from others. So we could think about so many trademarks that people use or trade names or brands, as people like 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 to say quickly. So there's trademarks. Then there's copyright and related rights or neighboring rights. Uh, copyright uh, covers what we call uh, literary, artistic, uh, and scientific works. So literary works that are covered by copyright would be like books, um, uh, plays, uh, but that... that the text of plays, not the you know the, the the artistic version of a play, um, and anything that you can think about that is written. Then there's scientific works that would have things like software, databases, and and the like. So it's usually original creations that are either scientific, literary, or artistic. Miss Nakabogo gives us an explainer on the different types of intellectual property. We have patents. Patents are technical solutions to problems. Uh, one of the simplest patents that existed long ago is a clip, a paper clip, or sticky paper, that paper that you keep moving around different places. So a patent need not be complex, for example, for a car engine or uh, one of the items that has the most patents in the world is a mobile phone. It need not be complex, so it can be over anything, as long as it's a technical solution invented over uh, to solve a problem. Uh, the people who invented wireless charging, I mean, that's a technical solution. You don't have to walk around with a wire or a cable and plug it somewhere. You could, you know, by some technological miracle, so to speak, uh, you can achieve uh, wireless charging. So those are patents. Um, we have what we call industrial designs. Industrial designs are usually protection for aesthetic appearances of things. For example, we know shapes of, of mineral water bottles uh, have changed over years. Uh, we know things like chairs have so many shapes, patterns, looks, ornamental, you know, appearances or, or aesthetic appearances of things to the extent that that thing does not have a function. 
it's not it's it's not dictated by function. Did you know that traditional knowledge is also a type of intellectual property? We have trade secrets. Trade secrets are one of the things that's talked about mostly for having a trade secret is the Coca-Cola recipe. To date, we don't know how is Coca-Cola made. People have theorized, people have. So to the extent that a trade secret exists is, is it a secret? Uh, are you using reasonable um, effort to keep it secret? And does it give you commercial advantage, an edge uh, in it being a secret? So that's also a type of intellectual property. Then we have what we call traditional knowledge and um, cultural expressions. Uh, this is one of the least talked about uh, in types of intellectual property. It's new and it's gaining traction as as we go along. So traditional knowledge, of course, as you'd hear, uh, is 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 a big hit in Africa because Africa is is a region that's rich in traditional knowledge. We know our great grandparents and our parents have killed many, you know, diseases or done, you know, preservatives stuff like that, but through traditional knowledge. So it's also a type of of intellectual property and traditional cultural expressions, also a type of intellectual property. And the most interesting thing about these two is they're usually communal, communal types of intellectual property. That was Nakabogo Grace, a principal associate in the intellectual property team at Marx Advocate. Quick review of our other stories. Kenya plans to create its fast banking Kenya Sign Language self-training mobile application. To be developed by Def Elimo Plus, the software will aim to support bank employees to learn basic KSL, facilitating better communication with Deaf bank clients. The app will feature at least 100 words and 10 phrases drawn from common bank environment vocabulary, including video demonstrations on how to sign the words in sign language. The initiative is in partnership with Kenya Bankers Association and the financial sector deepening. It is part of EFORD stewards implementing the recommendations of the Banking Industry Persons with Disabilities Accessibility Report released jointly by Kenya Bankers Association and FSD Kenya last year. There are over 150,000 deaf people in Kenya, according to the 2019 Kenya Population Housing Census Report. And a look at our markets. The Zimbabwe Stock Exchange has lifted an 18-day long trading suspension on tech giant Cassava Smart Tech shares after the company complied with statutory requirements. Cassava was suspended on 1st of October for failing to meet the deadline for publishing its financial statements for the year ended February 2021. The company subsequently released its financial statements yesterday, prompting the lifting of the suspension. The Securities and Exchange Commission of Zimbabwe approved the application for the lifting of the suspension in the trading of Cassava's shares. Cassava posted a $1.042 billion loss for the year, weighed down by foreign exchange losses of $4.6 billion as the local currency lost ground against the Greenberg. Revenue declined 26% to $14 billion from $19 billion previously, owing to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, which affected economic activity. High operating costs weighed down the business profitability during the year. Now, Uganda's shilling continued to weaken against the dollar, opening Tuesday's session at lows of 3615, 3625, as demand from the interbank offshores and pockets of corporate demand continue to outweigh the supply side coupled with overall global dollar strength. The currency is anticipated to remain weak overall, trading within the range of 3590, 3650 range if demand remains robust in the short term. Money markets in Uganda faced 
tight liquidity conditions as corporates remit end-of-month taxes with overnight yields at averages of 7.2%. There is no government securities auction this week. Going over to Kenya, the Kenya shilling remains weak, trading at 110.85 levels with continued demand for dollars on the back of limited supply. Overall, the unit is anticipated to remain weak, trading within the 110.7 to 111.5 range in the short term. The U.S. dollar marginally weakened during Tuesday's session on the back of poor industrial production data. The market still awaits the Fed action with tapering and possible interest rate hikes. And this may also lead to rate hikes by other central banks as global economies slowly recover from the pandemic. Oil prices continue to soar with growth in oil demand as economies recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Brent crude oil traded at 85.76 a barrel, while U.S. West Texas Intermediate crude traded at 83.51 U.S. dollars a barrel. Gold prices were marginally higher at levels of 1,780 U.S. dollars. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at Withadong on Twitter.